Right, here we go then, lads. Episode five. Seems like people enjoyed the pod last week with Noxie. Uh, had listeners from Luxembourg and Romania. Going worldwide, boys worldwide. How are we doing? Yeah. Good, good thanks, thanks Chris. Priest. Yeah, good thanks, Priesty. Yourself, mate? You well? Yeah, I'm really well, mate. Really well. What have you been up to this week, Glenn? Uh, mate, of, uh, mate, hardest day of the week was probably Tuesday. Uh, laid 100 metres of curbstone. Uh, absolutely broke my back. But yeah, we're all right. The, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting, mate. The digging job's finished. Uh, hopefully on some electrical work next week, mate. George, what have you been up to? I uh, have been chilling out in the garden, uh, baking some cakes. I've been on a few cycles. Um, hanging around, really. I haven't got much on, but uh, I'm sure it'll kick off for me again soon. So uh, I'm enjoying it whilst it lasts. Good lad, good lad. Uh, before good we lad. start then, I think um, one bit of good news as ever for the club um there's been a, a championship team of the year currently being voted uh yesterday uh, the hookers uh, were were being voted on one of our own tj antonio tj harris uh who is obviously now at jersey wasps last season um and has been around the championship and and things like that he was voted as Hooker of the season in the championship against some some decent opposition there. there was, he was in good company, um, a couple of big names. A couple so, of Premiership hookers in there, weren't there? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Dave Ward from you know just left Harlequins, um, so he he's obviously done really well there, and he won that that vote. So congratulations to him. We're obviously really proud, and um, I'm sure lots and lots of people from Barkers had their say and 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 put their vote forward. So. We've got one in. Maybe we'll get another one in uh, later on down the back line. We'll have to see one of our guests last week. Um, let's hope that maybe he can he can be in with a sniff. But uh, congratulations to TJ from everyone at Barkers. Well done, T. Yeah, well done, TJ. Uh, for me, this has been an interesting week for the first team because uh, the leagues have been released. The opposition for next season um, is pretty much as we as we thought it was going to be with. Uh, Old Covents and Borsal and Berkswell coming to coming into the league, uh, and we have our old favourite side Kidderminster yeah. uh, coming into the league as well. So a uh, few interesting bus trips next season. Um, we, we've started off being named at the top of the league at the start of the season, so hopefully we stay there to the end of the year. It'll Seems be, uh, like quite a local, quite a local league. Lots of local games. Local league, Olcavent, Silsden, the usual suspects. Um, Good job, Burks, while back as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Olcavent, always a fun game. Playing them. Um, so uh, you know, hopefully, we'll go well next year. Let's let's wait and see. Yeah, I think the lads are keen. So right, let's go. Let's uh, introduce this week's guest. Um, this week's guest is Ian White, also known as Beano. Father to Ted, Millie and Barney, married to the lovely Hannah, uh, coach of next season under 10s, and probably the most enthusiastic bloke I know. Uh, Ian White, welcome to the pod, mate. Here's Glenda. How are, how are we all, boys? You all good? Yeah, good man. Good, good man. man. Nice to you coming on, Bino. Yeah, good stuff. So, um, lockdown is, we we're just talking about us and lockdown and what we've been doing. How's lockdown been for you, mate? What have you been up to? Oh, it's not really changed, to be honest. I mean, 
due to the nature of my job, I, I'm a lead maths teacher in a autism special school. So a key worker. I've been in three days a week, every week since it started, trying to deliver some form of education to the, the real at risk and at need young, young learners. Also, every week we try and put out a little challenge for the under nines, little chip and chases, grip tests. We released a little uh, pasta chocolate Easter egg for the NHS. We had pretty much all of the, all the under nines joined in with that. So that was a, gr a great little shout that was. Um, I think one of the highlights though is the, the virtual game. I really enjoyed that for the tour. Would you agree, Glenn? That was good from. Mate, I thought you, I thought you played well, Bino. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think you really pushed uh, Brenton close from under the match. Yeah, didn't get um, injured. Didn't get injured. Mate, so. And listen, the only uh, reason Brentos got it because Ricky was voting for it. Yeah, very uh, true. I, I think you're robbed there, buddy. To be fair, mate. <laughs> uh, just talking about you, obviously with the under nines now. But uh, can you let us know how you got started at Barkers? Oh well, I've moved to Spencer Ave when I was five and a lad down the road called Joe Newton, Glenda will know me, old Barker skin ears. Good skin, good skin. Yeah, good lad. Um, still one of my longest friends, don't know why. His son likes football now instead of rugby, but we, we'll, we'll brush over that. He, he basically invited me up the club. I ended up playing half a season with his age group, so I'm a year older than him, just to learn the ropes. Uh, I remember my first game, I played the first half. During the second half, I was through. No one chasing me, nothing. My dad ran out onto the middle of the pitch, picked me up and turned me around. No one had told me to change <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. best in memory. Uh, and then I basically uh, played all the way through. Carv schools, Warwickshire schools, the majority of that, um, and then went to uni when I was 18. So uh, while you were at uni, Bino, I believe you went and played for uh, one of last season's rivals, Malvern. I did, yeah. I started, I, I rocked up there, <clears throat> based, because I dislocated my knee playing in a midweek game for Coventry, so I was travelling back while I was at uni, um, so I had about a six-month recovery. Uh, and then I'd sort of, my window of opportunity at Coventry had gone. Derek Eves had sort of said, you've lost your pace, off your trot. Um, so I uh, went and tried out at Malvern, who were played in a decent league. Um, started off in the thirds, played there a few weeks, then the twos, just worked my way up. Ended up playing first for about nine seasons there. Yeah. So for me, mate, best thing about playing at Malvern? Oh, <laughs> please, please, please say, please say, me yeah. and your lovely wife. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you already know that one, mate. I, I met my, my lovely wife. She was the barmaid at Melbourne. It took a while, but I finally got there. Fair play to you, mate. Fair play to you. <laughs> so, you obviously, you're talking about playing at Melbourne. Yeah. Um, you met your lovely wife. Uh, and then you came back in terms of, did you come back playing as well at Barker's? Yeah, I, I come back and I, Glenda heard that I was back in Coventry. I think it was about 2007, 2008. And I'd, I, hadn't actually played, up. Yeah, I hadn't actually played for a few years. Uh, I ended up going, I think my first game back was there wasn't enough players down uh, to go to the New Boulder Way, I think it was. Or right. Grover Way, one of the two. I, I rocked up there. I remember Crimbo, actually. That was the first time I met Crimbo. He, I think he popped his shoulder on the kickoff. 
biggest guy in the world run into him, but bless him. But yeah, it was my first game back. It was a, a lovely breath of fresh air, but oh, I think I've still got the picture and I look like a Belisha beacon. I was blowing from all Oregon. <laughs> so that sounds like maybe it's towards the end of your career playing wise. You obviously started <laughs> coaching, you're doing some some coaching with the minis there. Do you want to tell us a bit about that and that team and, and kind of the yeah, makeup yeah. Of, of the team there? Well, basically, I was um, got got my son Ted. He went through scrum kids, all of that. Got to the age where he was sort of outgrowing that. So I took him to Barker's just to see what was going on, who was coaching, that sort of thing. Uh, lucky enough, Ricky was in the year above me. So Ted played the last sort of month or so of the season. We ended up actually going on tour. Uh, and Ted played for the year above while we were on tour. So we come back and then uh, there was no one to coach him. So he sort of jumped him two-footed, really. But, you know, I wouldn't have done it if I hadn't looked around and all the ex-boys, all the old skins. I, I'd like to add to that, Bruno. If, if you look down at the uh, the lower age groups of the rugby club now, you can see boys that have played first team rugby and been, been been at the club for many oh. years. You know, the Hunts, Lozry yeah. is involved now, and it, it the, the the guys are just putting their putting their time back into the club. Yeah, it, it, what it's they're doing. That I mean, if you look at it, like why wouldn't you want to coach at Barkers? It's all your old mates. You know, when do you get to see your old mates every week? You know, it's just tri- it's a treat, really. To be honest. And on top of that, you you know, you go up on a Sunday morning and not only do you see all your mates, you see hundreds and hundreds of other people and the place is thriving and yeah. there aren't many other clubs, especially in the area. You know, there are lots of clubs with good mini and junior sections, but I don't think there are as many probably as as busy as ours on a Sunday when the club is packed, all the fields and the pitches are being used for training or games, whatever it might be. Um, so it's a really nice atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I mean, like... We finished this season, unfortunately, a bit early, but we finished with 34 registered players and eight of those are actually girls. So, you know, we've had an absolutely fantastic like response. Uh, I remember back in under sixes, we started with four players. Um, Hannah fly dropped the whole of every primary school in Cov, basically. And then it just built and built and built and built from there. And now we've got a thriving squad. So it's great. Obviously, those the boys that are playing in your team, uh, they have a clear pathway in terms of where they can play for Barkers. Yeah. We've now we've now got the girls section as well, and we've had yeah. them on already the last couple of weeks. So there's obviously a pathway for the girls in your team as well. And I think that's why we've got or or, or had more influx of girls because the the prestige of the under 15s, the the under 18s, you know, that's really kind of become quite quite recognised within the Midlands, actually. So I think that's one another reason as why we've got as many young girls. I, I, de- I definitely think you should take a photo of the eight girls now, Bino. Yeah. You, you, when, when, they, when they win the national championships at under-15s, you can say, <laughs> I, I've coached them from an early age. <laughs> yeah. I, I started them on the path, mate. Yeah. Oh, well. It'd be, it'd be lovely early, mate, happened. Mate. It would be lovely if that actually happened. What's the... Um... How many do you have per team uh, at age group of under nines? Well, we at under nines, um, the rule book says seven, but when we, we rock up, depending on numbers and pitch sizes, often we end up with an eight, which is agreed by both coaches at the start. 
which really helps me out because obviously at seven, I'm rocking up minimum four teams on a weekly basis. And if the opposition's only got one and a half, obviously I know the 50-50 rule is a big issue, like a big talking point. It's uh, it, it gives me a bit of a headache some weeks. I think with with that 50-50 rule though, Pino, I think it's it's the right thing to do. Oh, you know, and me. If a kid turns up, wants to play rugby, you've got to give him half a game. You know, you've got to give him a chance. But but not only that, with the different abilities within 34 young young people playing rugby, there is differing abilities. There are some that are outstanding. There are some that need guidance. And playing with, mixing the teams weekly and making sure they play together really has improved those people that maybe haven't played as much. Yeah. Now, I mean, we've kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. You were talking about teaching a, a school with kids with uh, learning difficulties. And we've had the conversation before about you starting a team uh, yeah. with kids with autism um, and possibly getting an all-inclusive team at the club. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's a, the conversation we've broached it a couple of times at Minnie and Julian meeting. I, I, I'm sad to say it hasn't happened yet. And that is my fault because due to time con- constraints. So if there's people listening out there, um, this is something we would like to go ahead. I've had inquiries from at least 10 to 12 players that would like to join in on an all-inclusive team. Um, then please get in touch with me because I could do with some help with that obviously coaching and things like that uh i think it's important to say the reason why we're looking at the inclusive team is that i have a young lad and he won't mind me saying this because i rang him today to make sure it was okay uh his name's bradley um and he's got his father chris and i've spoken to them today now bradley is autistic and he plays on our team he's been welcomed with open arms by our team you know he is a centre sort of focal character as well. Uh, I'm just going to read you a quote from him that he told me that he'd like me to say. He says he likes passing the ball to his friends the best and being around them. So also I spoke to Bradley's dad and he said the general confidence and his ability to be around friends and his general mental well-being has, has grown so much with rugby. Um, to the point where he'll travel and sit in a car for hours to get to a fixture, but yet, and, and be totally fine, but yet small local trips are still a problem. So rugby is a huge part of this boy's life now, and I want it to continue, hence why we would like to do an inclusive team at Barclays. I mean, Bino, this sounds awesome. Um, how, can, how can these kids or the parents of these boys or girls that might want to get involved how can they get involved how can they contact you how do they get in touch that kind of thing right okay i think i think before we start getting inundated with hundreds of people because they you know autism in rugby it, it's kind of brushed over the three-year disability plan from the rfu doesn't even mention autism it's, it's yeah, yeah. at all so i think what we need to do is have a really bang our heads together at the club see when there's going to be a time that we can do it because obviously I don't know how much you know about autism but it, it can't be something that can be chopped and changed it has yeah, to be a set yeah. time that doesn't change basically and when we've got that sorted um, th- then we can start sort of advertising the session but it'd be lovely really really lovely to hear interest about that and if people have we've got the Facebook get in touch with the club and people will point you my way. 
Uh, just just to add to that, mate, we we had a kid in our team, and he 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 just liked being up the club and being amongst his friends. Um, he'd gone from being a quiet boy at school to a boy that joined in with his mates, his rugby mates. Um, and I just think being up the rugby club and being around his friends was so good for him. Um, and and he, he still comes on rugby tour. He, even though he's not playing, he, he physically he can't play with the boys anymore. Um, I think it would be great for him. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't champion it enough because, you know, I, I live, I breathe, I breathe it. I, I wouldn't work in that kind of... Uh, environment if I didn't um, and I would love to see as, as as many people as possible involved in rugby like Glenn said the more the merrier for me he knows how enthusiastic I am about yeah. about rugby and coaching you're moving into the under 10s next season Bino I am, I am. so you have in- inherited the tour yes uh, the tour. How, how's that going oh mate I love it I've got a fantastic team around me um, headed up by my wife and um, uh, Clarissa, they're, they're, they're brilliant now. We've already secured a site. I'm not going to obviously disclose where, but we've already disclo- um, secured a site exclusively to Barkers. I've spoken with local rugby teams, one of them exceptionally prestigious, um, who I would be happy to have us. But obviously due to COVID-19, we're not entirely sure what's happening next year. But the the site is held, and it will be exclusive to to Barkers as well. Yeah, lovely, lovely, great work. Uh, it, go on, Pete. Go on, Chris. Uh, yeah, just uh, now. Obviously, like uh, in terms of getting a minis tour going, there's always been a, a lot of uh, fundraising, a lot of uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, there has. Um, I mean, I won't go into the figures or anything, but it's kind of astronomical that when it gets handed to you and they say this is what's expected to be raised. Now. Obviously, COVID-19 has put a dampener on four or five of our fundraising events. But as soon as we get back up the club, I think we have got several things planned, 100%. Um, one, of, one of the big ones we've got is uh, something called a triathlon. So we're going to get all the teams involved, hopefully get the away teams involved as well with that. I'm not going to go into detail now, but we've got certainly have got plenty of, plenty of fundraising ideas. Um, we've been man- able to manage out, manage to roll out. Sorry, uh, one which is our Barker Butts pin badges. Please check them out on Facebook. They're absolutely amazing. Um, they, they are very, very popular. It, How much are those? Being they're they're three pounds each. They are they're three pounds each. We sold two hundred in three hours, so they're they're literally flying off the shelf, as it were. Excellent. Um, Bino. Yeah, next season in terms of what are your plans uh, for your team with the within the coaching um, and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously at the moment there isn't positional play, uh, but there are obviously certain players that you're looking at and you see where their sort of strengths and weaknesses lie. Due to missing the second half of this season, I think a concentration and focal point when we first get back is to be uh, get a bit of fish and bash going straight away. Uh, get them all, get them down the, the old tunnel of pain and uh, flipping some tyres within reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, so going into tens under tens, Bino, what, what's the uh, law changes for next season? Uh, 
Sorry, carry on, Glenn. What, they're, they're, full con- they're tackling under nines, are they? Yeah, we're full contact. I believe we just go up a few players. And yeah. Then I'm not sure, but I think that the nearest people go to a scrum the yeah. to a breakdown. Uh, uh, mate, that is so difficult to organise because nobody uh, wants to go in the scrum. Yeah. And as soon as the referee shouts scrum, everybody just scarters backwards. Well, I've got a couple of lads who've asked if they can rook. Uh, yeah. Or, <laughs> I've, I've had to sort of put 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 a dampener on that spirit. So that, yeah. I, I, I think it may I think it may go to one on one rooking next season. You know uh, what? It, a one man contest. Well, you're you're going to have people <laughs> that are going to love this, and you're going to have people that are going to stand in the back corner. Yeah. I, I'm looking at my squad, and I'm thinking I've probably got ninety percent who are going to want to get really involved, and they're going to be arguing about who's going to take the contact. To be honest. How, how do you think the girls are going to uh, take to the scrummaging? Well, we've got some really feisty girls. We've got some really fiery characters. Uh, um, you, you know, there's eight, there's eight of them. Uh, I would say that no, none of them really shy away from right. contact. And the reason if they did shy away is because they're new to the sport, not because they don't like it. It's yeah. because they're new to the sport. Happy but, days. What got- about... Really, sorry, Priestley, carry on. Sorry, I, I, sorry if you're carrying on. Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, what about in terms of you playing yourself? You got uh, <laughs> putting the boots back on for next season? Yeah, why not? I, 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 love I, mean, it. I love it. I love it. See how long I last. I've I've had everything sort of okay by the hospital and doctor from the the last injury. So I how long we I, get. I think being you know, between you and Ricky Hunt, <laughs> you can have half a season each. I reckon. I reckon we could have. Half a game each each week and what each week, mate. That's the season. Fifty fifty rule, mate. Perfect. That's what see. I'll tell you, Ricky. Uh, sorry, uh, Bino's one that's really easy to coach with the twos because he always wants to start, and then I'll be trying to make working out how to get eight subs on, and Bino walks off the pitch. He's like, "Put someone else on. I'm done, mate." Yeah. Usually, I, I usually make it to the first half, but I don't think I've ever made a whole game. Uh. Priestie, you're going on quick fire. Yes, going in. Uh, right, Bino, favourite yeah. thing about Barkers? Spicy chicken nuggets and George. Ooh, spicy nuggets. Uh, do you prefer playing or coaching now? Uh, I think I still prefer playing because I get irritated when things don't happen when I want them to when I'm coaching but the oh no I prefer the joy actually I prefer the kids joy to be honest to be yeah yeah coaching's got to be I prefer the kids joy nice uh favorite drink whiskey uh best player you've played with at Barkers oh that is tough uh I've played with this player since I was in under six. I've tried to get him back Priesty several times to come and play with us because he is a feature at the club at the moment and he is coaching. His name is David Warwood. And he was a class, class player in his prime. He really agree with that. So I would like to see him back next season. Great shout. Well, that, that was all of them, mate. That was all of them. Thank you so much. One more, oh, go Barkers, on. Or, Barkers or Malvern. <laughs> Always Barkers. You Yay. Got... Where the heart Love is. That. Home is where the heart is. 
Definitely. Bino, I've got to say, from, from going to your wedding, mate, you do have <laughs> plenty of good friends down at Malvern. I do. It's very difficult um, to mix in between. Mate, <laughs> the, 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 um, the special thing about the wedding, though, mate, was definitely with the chairs. Uh, yeah. um, you want to describe them to people? Uh, so we bought a couple of antique big wing-back chairs. And what we did is, um, Han is a particularly good with a sewing machine. So she took one of my old Barker shirts or one of my old Malvern shirts and she recovered the seats of these big wing-back chairs. Now, it just so happens that one of them has been turned into something very nice for my daughter, but the other one is in the garage with a Barker shirt on, waiting to find a place almost. Mate, that's, that's an auction prize all, all day long, that is. Yeah, it, it, it was brilliant, to be fair. Definitely, mate. Definitely great wedding. Great wedding. Um, right, Mino, well, well, thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having and, me, guys. And sharing some stuff in terms of uh, your, your past and um, the plans for some inclusion teams and, and your team with the Minion Juniors. So good luck with that and, and good luck with organising the big tour next year. Yeah, well, I think we need it with that. But as long as everyone chips in and helps with the fundraising and sponsorship, we should be fine. Just uh, let us know about any fundraising you are doing and we'll make sure everyone's hearing about it on air as well. Perfect. Thanks a lot, boys. Have yeah. a great evening. Cheers. you've been, lads. Right. Uh, quick thing for me. We've had a couple of birthdays this week. Um, first, one, first one up this week was uh, Harry Ward. Uh, happy 18th to Harry Ward, probably the craziest kid out of the Colts team last season. Happy look birthday, to, Harry. Yeah, look forward to seeing Great, lads. Uh, Samuel Allen, first team player, back row lad. Uh, happy 21st to Sam. Uh, and then also, she probably won't be happy me saying this, but happy 50th to Michelle Clemo, who was supposed to be having a, supposed to be having a party at the club this week. Um, unfortunately, we will not be at the Butt Hurt this week celebrating your 50th. Happy birthday, though. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you all. all. To all. Right. Uh, just before we go, uh, obviously, this, um, this pod is about Barkers as the rugby club, um, but sort of want to open it up to the people of Barkers, the community. So, whether you're a player, coach, or mum and dad, uh, if someone's doing something or has achieved something that you think deserves a shout out, just let us know. Contact the Facebook page, and uh, we'll give them a shout out and uh, maybe get them on to talk about it in the next few weeks. That sounds sounds good. So, yeah, what, uh, lads, one week closer to getting back to the butt hurt. Exactly. We'll be there before, we'll be there before long now, aren't we? Surely lockdowns lockdowns ease. Stay positive. Preseason yeah. soon. Yeah, I look, I look forward to seeing you in pre-season, pre-season, lad. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I look forward to it. Uh, have a nice weekend, gents. Yeah. Friday, right boys. The, all the boots, lads. All the boots. Thanks for listening to the Butt Hook Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Feel free to click subscribe to keep up to date with the new episodes when they're released. Up the boots.